A little crazy, little sexy, little cool Little rough around the edges, but I keep it smooth I'm always left to center and it's right where I belong I'm the random mind and don't you hear Hi you guys, I am back And I only say I am back because it feels like it has been very inconsistent for me. And I'm so, so sorry. It's just been very um, busy, to say the least. It's been very, very busy between just work, life, which I'm sure you guys already have and understand yourselves. And then there's the wedding planning. And, oh, I got COVID. That was fun. You know, if you can hear the sarcasm in my voice there. So I actually couldn't talk for a while. And yeah, yeah, I didn't have enough in advance recordings for that. But yes, I am back. I am better. I am healed. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. And I'm ready to shake the table with you guys. I'm ready to get back and just open up the conversations again. Yes, I hope you all have been doing well. So I feel like I should give you a recap. Of what we've been talking about, just in case you're kind of like fuzzy on it. And like, Kanish, what have we been talking about? We have been talking about different stereotypes of African-Americans within TV and mass media, things of that nature. And honestly, I would say it has surpassed media at this point. Um, these are just stereotypes in general. <laughs> and I started with the stereotypes that were seen predominantly for women for African-American women. And that was your Mammy and your Jezebel and your Sapphire and your Tragic Mulattoes. And I'm literally using these stereotypes that is coined. Um, I'm not calling anybody mulattoes, you guys. Please do not call mixed people mulattoes. It's a racial slur. Let's not do that. But that is what the stereotype is coined as. So your, I'm going to start with Jezebel. It's just a recap with that. I'll end with a certain one. So your Jezebels are this idea that black women are seductresses and that we're vixens. Um, let's just kind of put it bluntly, the idea that we're fast tail horse is basically how that kind of comes to a point because we're shapely and different things of that nature. And of course, it takes our our bodies and has sexualized it and that over sexualization of black women and black girls. So that's where the Jezebel stereotype comes from. Um, your sapphire stereotype is the idea that we are loud mouth, emasculating, confrontational, attitudinal, aggressive, all of those words that I'm sure if you were a black woman, you were nodding your head and rolling your eyes and being like, oh my gosh, because we've all heard it at some point. We have all unfortunately heard it at some point, And that derives from the character Sapphire Stevens from the Amos and Andy show, very racist show, but from the Amos and Andy show. And that's where that idea comes from. And then you have the, I think the last time we spoke, I talked about the tragic mulatto, which is the idea that people of mixed race, particularly women of mixed race, because that's how it was usually portrayed, uh, were two white for the black kids and two black for the white kids. They lived a life of tragedy because they didn't belong anywhere, didn't know where they belonged and like how they felt. And it was considered to be, I guess you can say inhumane to 
air quotes, mix the breeds because you would never produce happy offspring anyway because they would always be tragic and want to kill themselves. So that's what the tragic mulatto is. Um, And then the very first one I talked about, which is actually going to be the sister partner of what we're going to talk about today for the men, was the mammy. And that was the idea of the happy slave that is happy to help I'm here to watch your kids and fix your white women problems and cook and clean and you know what go ahead massa like you're doing a great job yeah eat some pancakes that's the mammy um which of course you don't see as much but it was definitely there to do a lot of commercial advertising and just make white people more comfortable um that's just putting a putting an honest stamp on it Um, back during the Jim Crow era. So where there's a woman, there's a man. So the sister to the mammy is the Uncle Tom or the Tom. And that is what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to talk about the Uncle Tom caricature or the Tom caricature. Um, Tom is actually what is most known for, but we have all heard the Uncle Tom caricature title because of the book Uncle Tom's Cabin, which literally portrays the Tom caricature. And that is the idea of the model slave, the helpful slave. It is a black man who is happy and docile and non-threatening. All he wants to do is just help his white counterpart. He wants to be there for them and defend them and he's always smiling always eager always just dependable this is the idea of the model slave or the quote-unquote happy darky is what your toms are um if you think blackface and usually when they're singing and dancing nine times out of ten they're portraying a tom they want to show that slavery can't be so bad if there are people like mammies and toms that just are just here for it like how bad is slavery they're enjoying it they like it here that's what that caricature is meant to portray and that's why it's (laughs) both the mammy and the tom allowed white people white america to stay in ignorant bliss um in their own way, because I don't understand how you can be in ignorant bliss in that sense. But it was their justification, we'll say that. It was justification for slavery and for the treatment of black people because they were always, always, always happy. So I'm going to contrast the mammy and the Tom really quickly because the mammy and Tom are extremely similar. The only differences really are their... I guess you could say household duties and roles and the fact that they one is male and one is female. But oftentimes you never heard the mammy be disrespected or yelled at or screamed at and everything. She kind of just really didn't exist in a way where she had feelings or even had to be reprimanded, but she was always there to be helpful and give wisdom. So was the Tom. However, the Tom could be, and this actually happened in Uncle Tom's cabin as well, he could be ridiculed, punished, humiliated, whipped, beaten, all of the above. 
actually had things happen to him. And no matter what, because usually he was portrayed as a good, strong, faithful Christian, he kept his faith, kept his head um, head um, high and was just like, or low, depending on how you want to phrase it, and forgave just so quickly and easily to forgive. And I do not, I do not want to say that forgiveness is not okay. And I do not want to say that Christianity isn't okay because I am a Christian and I do believe in forgiving. However, the whole point of a stereotype is when something is taken to an extreme and when it's exaggerated. And the Tom was meant to say that you can kick me when I'm down and you can beat me and everything, but you know what? I probably deserved it, Master. You know better than I do. You're great. You're amazing. You know, to be next to whiteness is to be next to godliness. And that's kind of the idea of the Tom. And why even today, (laughs) the idea of the Tom or to call somebody a Tom or an Uncle Tom, anything that derives from Tom is fighting words. Particularly if you're not, if you are one, if the shoe fits, (laughs) but it is a phrase to basically talk about a black person who is humiliatingly subservient to white folks to a point where it is like, bro, what is you doing? (laughs) Just literally like that. Like, what is you doing? Not even what are you doing? What is you doing? Like, you're just going to let them talk to you like this, do this to you and everything. It's when what comes to mind with Toms are, for the, from the black perspective, it is someone who is self-loathing. It is someone who doesn't find humanity and pride in who they are as a black man. They see it as... I cannot be good enough because I'm not white. And if I want success and if I want power, if I want to feel important, if I want to be somebody, essentially, I have to assimilate into white culture. And I have to. And that's kind of what that stereotype has derived for today. Um, But it was a servant. It was someone who was there to be there for the white man. And in a sense, it was someone who wanted to be there for the white man, maybe secretly because he wished to be one. I'm speculating on that right now. But when you call someone a Tom today, you think sellout. You think someone who really probably, because of course this is a case-by-case basis, but probably has no regard to their own culture their own plight like think of some of these phrases right here think of someone that has skin like mahogany or skin like the night even and they say I don't identify as black I am not black And you're looking at them like, uh, I'm pretty sure that they're not going to call you white. I'm pretty sure that if you get stopped by the police, your chances is just the same as mine. I'm just saying, like, you don't, you're probably not, you know. But those are the people who are saying that I don't identify as white or I don't identify as black or I don't see color. Or if you're a sister, you might have heard this before. I like dating 
white women because black women are too fill in the blank. And I will just give my quick PSA on that one. Love who the heck you want to love. Be with who the heck you want to be with. I do not care. I do not care. If you want to date the rainbow, date the rainbow. But this is for anybody. But I am black, so I'm speaking specifically for black men. If you do not want a white, a black woman, that is perfectly fine. But your reason for being with someone who is not as melanated should not be because of us. Do not say, oh, black women are this, black women are that and everything. If you want to be with Samantha, be with Samantha. I hope you're here with her because you love her. Love Samantha. But we don't have nothing to do with that. We are not a monolithic group. Do not say I hate black women or black women are too, that, it, mm, 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 full stop. Don't do that. Have no, that's, that is my PSA. I have no issue with interracial relationships on either side of the spectrum. Black man with the white girl, white girl or white man with the, no issues with it. No issues with it. But that self-loathing, that hatred, feeling like I have to be on a come up if I get a white girl, i.e. Our, our professional sports players and things like that. Like that's, that is where that comes from. That Tom stereotype, like you have to move to whiteness. Yes, Amasa. Whew. Again, that was my PSA. But anyway, yeah, that is your Uncle Tom stereotype. And like the Mammy, it was also used for commercializing because he was considered to be non-threatening and docile. So think your Uncle Ben's and your cream of wheat. Like that is a Tom on the on the front cover because your Toms are wise and they are helpful and they are your happy slaves so if someone calls you a tom right now either the shoe probably fits or i'm not i'm not an advocate for violence but evaluate why you're being called a tom sometimes it's not warranted sometimes people just throw it around but evaluate why that's all i'm saying food for thought right food for thought food to shake the table with right right but you know what it's been nice to talk to you guys again let's do it again soon we should we should so thank you you've been listening to shaking the table with your host that art nerd i'm out